2: And bigger than ever, it's the Unofficial 40 from Soonerscoop.com, presented by the Choctaw Casino and Resort in Durant. Now, here's the entire Soonerscoop crew, Carrie, Josh, Eddie, and Bob.
0: Alrighty then, welcome back. It is another edition of the Unofficial 40 podcast, right here on Soonerscoop.com is well, we're heavy into the recruiting season, uh, which is where a lot of the coaches have been uh, lately out on the road. Josh McQuistian was out on the road yesterday. That's uh, one of the reasons, one of the many reasons, uh, we're doing this today on a Thursday instead of uh, the customary Wednesday. So we expect, well, next week I've got to make a trip. So I think we're going to be an even earlier podcast next week. So a lot of stuff going on, guys. I, I don't even know where to begin uh, so I I want to say this first and foremost. Thanks to everyone who has gone uh, on iTunes and uh, given a rating for the podcast and fighting the miserables. I guess that's what I've decided to call them. Eddie, do you uh, concur with that? Yeah, uh, we gotten a nice uh, spike. I think so. Uh, a lot of spikes in uh, ratings and reviews. A lot of positive stuff. Uh, some very funny stuff, which I'll I'm more interested maybe in go the over negative. later. There's one. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to give it too much. We'll get into it a little bit later. But uh, the other thing I want to hit on before we get into uh, hardcore Bob and Josh time is Eddie Radosovich, uh young Edward.
3: What did I do? What, what do
0: you <laughs> feel about the Cubs fan who was kicked out for life for playing the circle game? It's
3: just so stupid. I don't understand it. I mean, I guess it, that's the world the that we live in. when the circle game
0: become a racist activity?
3: Uh, I think over the last couple of years because
0: they say it makes a T or a P and a W. I have no idea for white power. When you do the okay, it's signal just so stupid. upside down. It's just, really?
3: it's funny that that happens I didn't on the know day that, that, that they, was a thing. me
1: neither. I know, no clue. I mean, I, know, I knew that it was morning. out there,
3: but it's just, it's so stupid. And especially on the same day that they bring up Addison Russell back into the lineup, <laughs> oh. which is just even more ridiculous. But,
0: and the, the other thing is, uh, I, you know, Did you see the USA Today tweet?
3: Yeah, about uh, Theo Epstein getting banned from Wrigley. It
0: made it out like Theo Epstein was banned from Wrigley forever for giving a a white supremacist sign.
3: So idiotic. Very confusing. The whole thing is just ridiculous. And the other part about it, too, is, is... I don't tend to find myself agreeing with Clay Travis a whole lot, but he's just been blasting him this morning. Yeah. And rightfully so. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. And
0: as we've talked about before, it is the world of robocalls. So, but didn't the Cubs at least leave him a message? They said they tried to reach out and contact him. Like, I don't know. Wouldn't it have taken a guy picking up the phone one time and going, What are you talking about, white supremacist? I was trying to get my buddies to look. I was playing the circle game. <laughs>
3: circle game. It's, it's just the the you can't do anything. It's a, I don't want to say it's a PC world, but it's a PC world. With anything that you say or do right now is, it's everything is scrutinized. You did have some people that were upset you upset at you about the old stuff, on the recent round of reviews. Nah, that's I just
0: hope that Steve Kerr the way the world works. I hope that Steve Kerr gets a bunch of one stars on on any podcast he's doing after last. I night.
3: was a, I was offended. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I know that people. It's not good to wish harm on anybody, but just for a split second, I think everybody had to have been like, oh, I was, I to had to work it. so hate hate hard to, to
0: not say horrible things.
3: Oh, because if you say anything, then you're the asshole. Yeah. You know, everybody well, it's like, oh, you can't say wait, it.
0: You're not the asshole. You're just a asshole. Yeah. You're an asshole. But everybody's
3: like, oh, you can't, you can't say that when everybody was thinking it. At least if I, maybe you're a like Thunder fan, Anthony
0: Giselnik can say it, but that's about it. I still think it's worse than a calf strain. Oh, Jeselneck, <laughs> Jeselneck, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's it, right up your alley, isn't
3: he? I like what he does. I like what he does. He has some funny things. He
0: goes after babies a lot.
3: I honestly, I haven't heard his name in a long time.
0: He's got some Netflix specials, does out he? There. Right, so check him out. Yep. Uh, it's just
1: a PC world we live in. So I'm sorry, Bob. You had a point. Oh, I think it's still worse than a calf.
3: How can it not be?
1: I I, I will, We'll find out this af, this afternoon. Please don't stab my desk. I know I left a knife near you.
3: I <laughs> hope it's something. It would be funny if the Warriors were to go on and win the finals. Without, him. without no. him. No,
0: if, if we find out. They look better. I'll say this. If we find out that Kevin Durant is out for the rest of the playoffs, I am rooting my ass off for the Warriors to win it. I really am.
3: I'd be surprised if he's out. Yeah. Right?
0: He, I don't know if he'll be back for the series, though.
3: Yeah, maybe not. Uh, I think they're going to win on Friday anyways, regardless if he plays. It just seems
0: to... Yeah, it seems like it's heading in that direction. It's one of those things, it's like, you let your guard down because you know Kevin Durant's not playing, and boom. They Clay play Thompson like and Steph Curry come out and hit like twenty threes between them in the first half.
3: Very well happened. I've seen it happen before.
0: So anyway, uh, playoffs, really, other than that, <laughs> kind of sucked. I mean... Everybody everything's been a blowout. Everybody's
1: won on their home floor. Uh, Blades and Nuggets have been fun until game 5. Game game 5. Yeah, I guess game they game 5 overtime sucked. Game. game 5 sucked for Toronto, Philly, Boston, the Bucks. It was game 5. I'm just
0: terrible. I'm, I'm so disappointed that Damian Lillard sucks now. Like that he's just an
3: average player. Like kind of knew that was going to happen, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> suspected it, but it it I hate seeing it because it's just like God damn! Like, why couldn't he just be human against
1: the Thunder? Or why couldn't the Thunder do anything
0: to, yeah, make, to make him? Yeah, to make him human. We're all those yeah.
3: people that were saying that Damian Lillard, Lillard's a top five player in the NBA. Oh, like he a became month ago? he
0: became the MVP all of a sudden after that Thunder series.
3: i Hope Denver closes it out tonight. Long story short, I'm ready for basketball to be over. I would think that you're a Jokic fan, though. I don't mind him. I think he's. I mean, he's obviously he's great. He represents your species. I'm surprised that. Uh, yeah, he he's from Serbia, right? I was thinking more like you know physical build. He does have. I, I'm not seven four like he is or whatever seven foot.
0: But you don't have any definition a, in your a, arms. He is a doughboy. You though, have. I will sure. say you have lovely legs. You always have. I have great legs. You have good legs. I just start <laughs> shaving them. You should, or you just started. I should. You're not a very hairy individual.
3: No, I'm not. People I thought think maybe that's one you, thing. I, I got a lot of hair on my head, but not. Yeah, you do. Not on Not on the body. It
0: Grows fast.
2: Josh McQuestion is here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh. Hey guys. <laughs> I've had a few times it felt like diving in, and I was like, you know what? People think I shaved mine. Should be my opening line of this podcast. That's perfect. Yeah, you're not a very hairy person. None of us are really
0: all that hairy on this. Uh, in this. In, at sooner scoop
2: and it we doesn't can, help my my hair is all blonde so like even what is there is not highly visible like it it just kind of is it's hard to see josh probably has
0: the thinnest hair of, of, of us all bob's okay yeah. he's not in danger eddie is. eddie and i are definitely not in, well I'm i'm in my mid-40s i'm not losing my
2: hair my dad's still got a full head so I still feel pretty good. Yeah. I know that's not exactly the the precursor but I have that, I have I so I m- I, have I, confidence.
0: I have so much hair that I have a tradition every year I just shave it all off after spring practices are over just to not deal with it. Eddie is the opposite. Mm. He never gets his, his cut. So you well, support that'll... the
3: circle game and you shave your head Interesting <laughs> mm. I cl- Starting to come I together What's that? I don't
0: shave it I buzz it You call that
3: a robe in the corner What <laughs> What really is that does it have a hood
0: um, uh, I did buy Eddie a present today And I left it in his chair Just so he would have good feelings New about backpack. that chair Eddie has the largest backpack In the history of backpacks Thing is monster expensive But the last one lasted what 10 years quite a while yeah i I think i bought that one in 2009 that's amazing josh eddie has been with us 10 years
2: wow makes me feel really old we need to have some sort of ceremony we need to have a little scoop scoop gathering to celebrate the moment it does make me feel really old when you look back on it
0: well you're just at that age where you can tell like it's really creepy for you to approach a college girl and say hey what's up
3: yeah I mean, you basically would have to roofie them to get close
2: <laughs> Wait, that's an age that happens <laughs> yeah after thirty
3: after thirty if two you need slash. if you want to talk to twenty two year
2: olds you gotta or i don't even know like twenty year olds i guess right i think well, I was in my twenties hanging out in groovies, so like I just got there fast, i guess well you putting there is no boys. there is
3: there is no uh, age preference or uh, cutoff at groovies yeah, it's all good at groovies. <laughs> And Everybody, everybody's welcome. And it's
0: very aggressive. It
2: can be. Oh, super. Yeah. Super.
0: Like, if you go there with uh, a girlfriend, just know she's going to get hit on all night. You're going to be fending off people. Oh, yeah.
2: We know that's where I met Tiffany, right? Like, we're aware of that. The pod is... That's I think you've told me that. On. Oh, it's yeah. Weird. Yeah, but it, I think yeah. that needs more <laughs> <added> <laughs> discovery. <laughs> yeah. Recent, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I went there with some buddies. When, and I, I mean, really, like, I was a probably in Groovy's at least every other weekend back in the day. Like, I, I really liked Groovies, knew the bartenders. I I think Eddie can attest there is few places in Oklahoma City that will make you a stronger drink than Groovy, So, um, always liked that place. So, anyway, we were just up there one night, and Tiffany I was on the opposite end of the spectrum. She'd never been before. She didn't know anything about it. She'd gotten dragged out like a friend of a friend's birthday kind of thing, and she didn't really want to be there and her friend walks up to me and is like, hey, my friend thinks you're cute. And I had seen her <laughs> earlier in the night. And I was like, well, I was kind of thinking the same thing. You know, in my drunk, you know, cool guy speech, I was kind of thinking the same thing. <laughs> so, like, I end up going up to her and we talked for a little while. My buddy, and, uh, to, to lend itself to Carrie's point, my buddy, knowing that I'm trying to talk to her, starts hitting on her once I, once I go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I come back and I'm like, what the hell, man? and he's like oh no just you know we're just talking blah 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 and i'm like yeah uh-huh this guy ends up being the best man in our wedding so um uh-huh. yeah so it, it was it was an interesting evening for sure um but you know tiffany uh, i give her a lot of bad raps was very very virtuous and good you know first night we met we were we were both very respectful so that was groovies for once didn't result in bad decisions so that's that's probably a record for groovies so they just hold second
0: that and, base then on the first date
2: there was there was no second base. We we were, like I said, it was, I, I think I was at a different level of party than Tiffany was that night, and she was like, this guy sober might be okay. I might not hate him. So I think that's where that was, you know, that that's where the sparks flew is that like she might not hate me if I sobered up a little bit. Can so. you do the rest of the pod in your drunk guy cool voice? Oh, I could have, I mean, that's that's home base for me, Bob. That's pretty much my entire 20s, so uh yeah i can do that you know i mean and we if we want to get into the really good ones i mean carrie finding me passed out on the floor in nashville that's another good one um in the bathroom floor no less of our shared hotel room that That was was when i knew you were doing crank though wasn't it i was in for an
0: adventure (laughs) yeah i mean it's crazy now to think about it because i would say josh with the family and the f950 and all that like you're probably and your house is clean uh, you're probably the most put together well bob just was came out of the womb that way i mean yes sorry yes bob <laughs> but,
2: organized a sock drawer at like seven
0: yeah uh but yeah i mean between me eddie and you uh definitely
2: you also you started out just like eddie and I but you actually made it it's and, and bob can attest like it's amazing the stuff you don't know or don't think about until you live with a woman and you're like Oh yeah, that that, that kind of makes sense. Like I, I never thought about that, and you, and I would never say this to Tiffany's face, but you know, I, I can say it over the pod. Like there are things that you're like, yeah, I probably could have been doing that all alone. That would have been a little, that have been a little smarter, a little easier for my life. There are definitely
0: things uh, in my kitchen that have been in the same place <laughs>
1: for maybe a year. That. As long as it's not Should food. Should have been put away. <laughs> as long as it's not food. No, but it's like dirty things that just, like a
0: food processor that I used back on the 4th of July last year to make something. Not guacamole or anything, you know. July 4th, coming up again. It's right there. You're ready.
2: The anniversary, break it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, every year I, I decide it's time to clean. Actually, you know what is in my kitchen that wouldn't be if a woman was here? I have a. Uh, I bought a deep fryer for the Buggle? last Fourth of July. No, a uh, deep fryer for the last Fourth of July. I still haven't taken the oil out of it. Oh, Ooh. you should probably change that
3: at some point. But
0: I mean, I'm not reusing it. Can,
2: can just for my I'm sanity. The, is, hard? is Bob still the, in his seat, or is he walking <laughs> up Bob is so running. Bob He's leaving. Don't he is it, gone. Man.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know how to. I haven't read up on how you're supposed to properly dispose of peanut oil. I have, no I have a lot of other things to do. Okay, so I think that's enough <laughs> friendly banter to start the show. <laughs> uh this really is a one-star podcast at this point. Uh so, yeah, I can see why some of the people rate us the way they do. Uh here's something interesting, guys, and Eddie this probably speaks to the olds. No more OU Tulsa Caravan. How about that? Twist that in your pipe and smoke it. It's-
3: almost become a uh annual event the tulsa caravan as far as the only one that, anybody that we cared used, about that, that people actually attended right
0: but you know it doesn't has there been me. a
3: has there been a, a reason given though because i thought I that was think it was the, always pretty well attended wasn't it i didn't think the reason i didn't i didn't reason, buy the reason
1: right didn't make as much sense it was a good story by eric bailey eric and, bailey's and, the one and, that, and, that, I, I didn't check it out story. what was it okay.
0: Uh, so Eric Bailey wrote the story. He got quotes from Joe Castiglione uh, about, you know, what it was and why they were they they're, They basically want to do something in the fall, which means Lincoln Riley won't be there. Um, but basically saying, claiming that attendance had fallen. And maybe he wasn't saying just at Tulsa because. Uh, I go to the Tulsa one every year. I have forever. I mean, usually probably well 20 attended. years. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's the one time, like, Bob Stoops would talk in the summer. So you got used to going to Tulsa because if you want to add, and really, that's where all his SEC stuff came from over the years that got them all riled up.
3: The last time Bob ever talked to the media as Oklahoma's head coach was the, the Tulsa Caravan. Yeah. Watching the golf team, watching OU win a national championship in golf. And he would like he would literally hide in there so he didn't have
0: to go out and deal with the fans sometimes. But he would go because he got to play Southern Hills yeah. and then he would come to the caravan. Get
3: overserved it, and come <laughs> talk to
0: Try and sober up, yeah.
3: Basically. Well he
0: had to get overserved to deal with signing that many footballs, probably.
3: Yeah, probably so. Grown man footballs. But
0: I will say this, like the 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 ones in Houston and Dallas, uh, and even the Oklahoma City one i mean it was okay but you know i think maybe they want to go in the direction of some of these like statue you know ceremonies that they've had and come up with bigger events that you know highlight some i don't know joe was really in in eric bailey's article he was not evasive but he was very vague on exactly he mentioned something about highlighting a student athlete's life from scholarship to graduation or something and i was just thinking what are we doing?
3: Let's be honest. If they go out there and I'd, highlight, I'd, like I'd a, I
0: literally go in the back and just sit there and go, "Where's Lincoln Riley?"
3: It's like, when's this thing over? No one cares. There, no one cares if they highlight. I don't want to pick on a sport,
2: but if it's Women not a football throwing. player, people aren't going to care. Okay. Okay. Good example. Like they pick Maggie Nichols, like an incredibly accomplished. Gymnast, like, done all these great things. Not, I, what would you say? 75% of the people in that room would never have heard of Maggie Nichols prior to that moment. Oh, I think in the
0: OU Caravan, most of those people know who Maggie Nichols is. Yeah, I think? if
2: you're okay. going to that thing, you probably do,
3: but I would say 99% of those people are there because of the football program. Now, if it was They're like, there because they're sh- yeah. to see Bob Stoops or Lincoln Riley. They're not there to see KJ Kindler. If it was like, yeah, no.
0: And, and really, they like Sherry, but... You know, okay, Lon. Yeah, nice to see you, Lon. Like, thanks. Yeah. But with Stoops, they they or Lincoln Riley, they're bringing personalized items that they want them to sign and stuff specifically. So it's you don't see a lot I
2: of people know, walking with
0: basketballs. I don't know. I mean, it. No, you don't. It, it's just one of those things. It's like okay, so maybe it's not pleasant that you have to do it, but you need to do it. You need to have some outreach. You need to. You need to let the fans out, so even though it's not. Something that is convenient for you? Like, I don't know. You have to do something for the fans, don't you? To let them know,
1: hey, you know, we, we, we appreciate you guys. And you can't do that during the season. No. that uh, That's where the mix-up for, for me happens. You, there's nothing you can do in the fall that's going to make that stand out when you're right in the middle of the football season. Look, not everybody that's a season ticket
0: holder is on Twitter, or that goes to football games. Just like not everybody that is in that stadium on Saturdays is a Sooner Scoop subscriber. Like, we know this. Like, we've talked about this before. The, I mean, there is a way that people are used to being appreciated. And you're just kind of telling people, Oh, we're not doing that anymore. And we don't know what we're going to do to replace it. But That's the real problem.
3: If they knew seems... what
1: they were doing, I, people would accept this a lot and more. It seems tone deaf, does it not?
3: stand with OU in this. I think it's a middle finger to the olds. So nobody cares about these caravans. <laughs> it just dawned on me that that's what they're doing. I support it.
0: But you've been to those. It's. I mean...
3: Nobody young, nobody young is attending oh, those. Please. Is that right?
0: Who was our board member that was first in line?
3: Yeah, but that's... Who that's was like, that guy? That's was uh, Miller.
0: Oh, OU Miller, yeah. that's a.
3: I think that's different, though. I mean, he would probably... I mean, if Hitler coached at OU and he was signing out auto- Memorabilia he might go and stand in line
0: Well first off Hitler didn't have a football background He never would have made it to OU as a coach
3: No, yeah, that's true More of a basketball guy <laughs> <laughs> Yes that's it
0: I'm going to say golf it was a white ball that he could smack around hmm.
3: uh, I don't know if he had the Accolades to get into Augusta National
0: <laughs> Well admit one time he did At one period of time in our country's history Um So Is this racist Brought to you by No but I mean
3: Not as racist as much Hateful Maybe
0: Is this Is this Hate speech Brought to you by Eddie Perhaps I don't know I mean it's 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 a bad look It, it just It makes so you look A little bit like They don't care About the fans And you know ticket prices aren't getting any cheaper i mean they're still going to sell them though they they're squeezing the stadium they're they're taking out seats but they're charging more i think fans get and look the crunch is coming to ou it hasn't got it's it's starting to form like yeah do you guys ever remember a time when ou has been offering season ticket packages in the summer and it's been the last 2
3: years now no but i don't think that has anything to do with not hosting a Caravan. barbecue get-together in Tulsa.
0: <laughs> what I'm saying is, you need to have more outreach, not less, in these times. And giving a guy, you know, a crazy fan like OU Miller a chance to come out and just have Bob Stoops autograph his football, like, that means the world to to, to some fans.
2: Yeah. But at the hi same Mr. time... Miller.
3: What's that, Josh?
2: I said, hi, Mr. Miller.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Just I just threw something... I think that, in a way, they're just doing something that people don't care about anymore. I mean, they, do they need to find a different way to interact with the fans or reach out to the fans? Probably, but I think that. So what else that is just an ancient way of doing it. But now they've basically told
0: fans there's no time for you to have interactions with coaches unless you have children under 14. That's the only time fans have to yeah. have any, any face-to-face interaction with a coach at OU.
3: I think it's better than and so are, doing these faux events where the coach acts like he cares about talking to the fans. It's
0: been that way forever, though. I mean, didn't I just see a thing where Nick Saban went to, like, some amateur golf dinner or something that was in the state? Like, he still does all these hokey tours. Oh,
3: that's a that's a big golf event that they played on Wednesday. Was that, like, like a big like a, charity deal? Yeah, it's like a big charity that they do in the in Alabama every year. And it has people from all over the country.
0: But are we getting to this place where the only time you do any outreach is when there's cameras there so you can make it a social media
2: event? 100%. Is that genuine? Well, what is the... What's the caravan? There's not cameras there.
0: I mean, it's not really... I mean, I'm talking about, you know, they'll go to... I don't want to be crass about this, but, you know, they'll... Kids with cancer and stuff, they'll
3: throw cameras up all the time with that stuff.
2: Sure. That...
3: That's a known fact I mean I don't think People just You can't say that is that
0: self-serving?
3: Yes absolutely 100% So that's not genuine I think it's genuine I think it's genuine It's genuine The the act is genuine Right But it's kind of like In a way I don't know if this is a, a Good comparison or not But It's kind of like The Dr. Phil thing Like He's there to help These people but, but we're going to yeah. broadcast it yeah. for an hour on yeah. national television, and it's always like you hear those stories. It's like Dr. Phil has
0: invited, you know, this crazy person, Britney Spears. I think yeah. was the latest. Like Dr. Phil has reached he out really to Britney Spears you. to help her with her life because it's spiraling. But we're going to put together
3: an hour special, <laughs> and then we're going to run a uh, podcast special that you can get on DrPhil.com, yeah, and yeah,
2: it's all self-serving. I, and we're going to run twelve new sponsors. Yeah. I I think but, that but, that's I mean, the way that but, stuff is though. But
0: you know what, Bob Stoops, it was years before anyone knew that he went every morning to the children's Absolutely. hospital, Absolutely. right? I and mean, I'm not that, and here he didn't want cameras to go genuine. to do that. So I mean, look, I think there is it genuinely genuinely affects you uh, when you go through those. Like the thing at Iowa, that's a really cool deal. Mm-hmm. Like that's a really it's integrated in. It's genuine. Uh, you feel like the kids get as much out of it as is the and, as the program does, and the program gets a lot out of it. Um, It's just I, I think all that stuff is great But my god I mean at some point you have to You kind of have to just I don't want to say it's annoyance or a, a distraction But you have to do some, It's just like common courtesy I mean it's kind of like If somebody comes to your house and just slams the door In your face because they don't know you Like who lives their life like that besides me
3: I would imagine There will be events For people that spend enough money how about that? And well, that has never changed. Look, it, it, you can't how, deny like how much that, did it cost to go to a Sooner Sooner Caravan event. I really don't know. You like just, I think you just had plate, to be a, or... a Sooner Club member. Okay.
0: Which that in itself, you know, helped raise money for scholarships. But then OU paid, you know, probably to cater it, and who knows how much money they were spending to do those. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it wasn't insignificant.
2: That sounds like I wonder if they just kind of looked at their okay. Here's what we get out of the people that make the donations to Sooner Club. Are we getting? Are we giving them more than we're getting back? Yeah, as, you know because it, it is a business. Yeah, because I, I mean that just seems like I with nothing being paid up front to be there, and it has to all be accumulated from Sooner Club funds. That's I mean those are the ones that are tough to to manage financially because you're trying to figure out okay, how much is allocated here? How much is allocated here? How much do we actually get to give to the scholarships or whatever else that this money is supposed to be used for? And how much is just us paying out of pocket for people to come eat and listen to our coaches talk?
0: Well, and obviously, you know, Joe is about balancing the budget. Um, Gallagly is about balancing Well, the and that's budget. the thing, too. I mean, that you know, I know we had a couple threads on the softball stadium build and that stuff. And, you know, what was taking him so long... What's taking them so long is because when stuff like this came in the came up in the past, Bourne would just take out some bonds uh, that they'd pay back over time, and they'd build stuff. Well, it, you know, first thing James Gallagly did when he came in, he was like, "We're not doing that crap anymore. If we're gonna build something, we're gonna have money for it." So, OU basically has to raise thirty million dollars before they can build this thing, and they haven't raised thirty million dollars. And I'm sure that's I'm sure you know the tax laws and all that stuff about donations to athletic departments is affecting everything the economy you know in oklahoma the oil economy has not been great uh but i mean people have a point like why can osu build a 60 million dollar stadium and oh you can't build a the 30 trying million to do that
3: for 30 years haven't they? yeah they have i mean it's been it's 2019 that i i remember them talking about tearing down alley p in like 95 yeah you know it's it's, it's been, been a, a while. long time they've been working on that thing and you know, if I'm sure that OU fans don't like him, but Josh Holliday worked his ass off to raise the money to get yeah. that stadium. And they had one guy, I think, that gave like $58 million. Yeah, so... And his name wasn't Boom. Pickens. And it wasn't Boom Pickens, yeah, yeah. Exactly. People think that to just build stuff on a college campus, too, that you you just go to... Like, Joe C. has this special little checkbook, and he's just like, all right, here's $25 million. Here, There you go. I mean, what he does do is he just goes to the big donors and says, hey, I need
0: this. It's just that he's not getting it, which is... Alright, F you Toby Keith I'm not buying any more of your music Like I ever bought in the first place (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I I mean Toby Keith I'm sure is rich as hell But I doubt he's got 30 million laying around Just to give to a softball stadium
3: He'd give to the football
0: team anyways And I don't know how much the whole boring under investigation Gallagly, special counsel All this stuff Is screwing over Joe C in the athletic department either It's got to be playing a part to it
3: and they've already spent like five million i guess- I think I saw something about this, pay off the not pay off but pay the law the, firm yeah, the law firm that's been investigating it
0: It's a crazy time at o u right now it's just in terms of donors and money and
3: well, hey, they're gonna get some money out of uh passing the beer cells on Friday, so I don't know how much they'll get out of that, but I mean
0: that's really I think that's probably about a a few million is all they'll get out of that when it's all said and done. I mean, it's not a, something that's going to help you build the West Side Stands. No. And by the way, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. I mean, <laughs> if you can't build a softball stadium, you ain't building the West Side Stands. That
1: press box is going to be there forever.
0: And Well, here's the problem. It, like, OU took the lead. Josh, they took the lead over so many programs, but now you see, like, Missouri is building a south end zone. Like, other programs... Are, are, are they're going to keep building crap too.
2: Yeah, that's the thing that everybody, you know, and that's the thing I, when Bob arrived, you know, Oklahoma went through that whole rebuilding phase and they changed all the facilities and they built the indoor and all that other stuff. Well, that's great, but in this day and age of college football, if you're not building something, you're falling behind. Like, because it's just constant. There is, you know, okay, we've we've changed our weight room. Okay, well, now we're... We're going to do new locker rooms. Okay, now we've got to, you know, redo the facade of the, the state. I mean, there's, there's just always something because by the time that the five-year window rolls past when you had the new and innovative stuff, it's out of date now. Like, now you've got to start all over again.
1: Doesn't Everest feel old? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. just antiquated? Like, there's no... I
0: mean, that was the first yeah, thing the they built. Yeah, the weather machine inside of it doesn't even <laughs> work anymore where you can
3: generate your own weather.
0: Yeah, the snow machine yeah. hasn't worked for decades. It's
3: crazy. No, it it does feel old, which is crazy. I even like the new, Switzer Center side feels a little bit old, and it's only been there for what two years. Not old, but it's just like God. I can't even remember. It's losing that when, new car smell. Yeah, yep. and I can't mm-hmm. even remember when. Like the I, I saw some pictures, I think on my Facebook or something, of the South End Zone, and it's like holy shit. I can't remember when that was. Just the the stands Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't The whole entire thing It's wild
0: They'll never be able To bowl that thing in Yeah Remember that That was like They brought out Architects from Egypt And they dug down To the bedrock And found out that You can't make that corner Connect to the other corner (laughs) Whatever man science Just like The water table That Lloyd Noble Won't let you do anything to
3: is that out there?
0: Oh, that was the thing. You know, that was always the thing that was talked about. I think that's legitimate. Otherwise, they would have lowered and reconfigured the the uh, seating. Something about I don't know water tables or oh, trust me, someone will. Somebody will find something. Oh, yeah. When we post this on
1: the message board, it'll be no, oh, no. You got it all wrong. It was. You never know what's going to I
3: don't care.
1: Going to bring that out. <laughs> what random thing we talk about is going to bring out the most comments. But that could be it. The Lloyd Noble thing. Yeah, it is always weird.
0: Like what people get all up in the tizzy about. We talk about. Usually, it's about something that we get completely wrong that we don't. Yeah. None of us care about.
1: <laughs> Which is fine. And just sometimes, just curious. Sometimes, what generates the comments, the things sometimes you you expect it to it does nothing. And then when you, uh, that's just a off the wall, just kind of whatever. And that is the one that gets 30 to yeah. 40 replies. So, I, I mean, the caravan thing, you know, the donations thing, I mean,
0: that's, that's interesting. I mean, it's just, I, I think this is a athletic department that's going through a lot of change. I think, you know, all the stuff that Lincoln Riley has done has opened up a lot of eyes uh, with their outreach I just don't think it's the same thing. I think what Lincoln is doing is to reach young recruits, what the athletic department needs to be doing. I don't know. I mean, they have brilliant people working on how to raise money, and they have forever. I don't know what the answer is, but I wouldn't say making social videos is the way to reach the olds with money.
3: Maybe I think that's probably the, you know, it's kind of, interesting just as far as i think it goes even further than just only college football i mean i, I think it goes there's a lot of changing I, I think in the world right now i don't want to be like too <laughs> wow. philosophical oh, man. wait but a minute even like just as far as and this is, might be a different example but just like country clubs and stuff and golf yeah it's like they're losing people daily oh, because yeah. people just don't want to spend money on that kind of stuff anymore a because everything's more expensive these days and b there's just not a whole lot more interest in stuff like that but yeah you got I think, you've got country clubs all throughout oklahoma in smaller towns yeah. that are just like falling and apart I think college football is kind of the same way like and I've, I've told you guys before and i think we've talked about it on the podcast just as far as people my age that have families that have kids these days that probably 10 years ago they were guaranteed to be down in norman on saturdays yeah Nowadays, you can have everybody over to your house. You mm-hmm. could watch the games from, and especially in Norman, if they start at 11 a.m., nobody's going to want to drive down. Or even on the other side of that, you know, you nobody built wants that, to come down here at 7 o'clock for a game. You built that
0: outdoor living space in your yeah. backyard. You want to enjoy it, there's man. A,
3: there's a, I think, a, I, I don't want to say like a cheapness about it because people are spending money still, but there's just so many other ways to consume things as far as you don't have to participate in a yeah it's it's
0: a convenience thing
3: i think and i think that in a way that the 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 caravan stuff is a little bit like that i think the uh the way that the university spends money and and specifically with ou it's different this uh currently too because forever it'd been that tripod the it was born castiglione and stoops and there's been a lot of change like that was the first thing that Bob or, you know, Castiglione or whoever would talk about Those were always the first like pillars is, well, we work us three work so well together. And I think that there's just a lot of new ideas in Norman right now. And that includes getting a new regent. It is. It's 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 strange because like since Bob took
0: over, there were so many things that everybody was focused on, which was uh, why doesn't he recruit? Better? And Lincoln comes in here and he makes Oklahoma a recruiting power, just like all the schools you've been jealous of all these years. Yet you have, you know, some you have a lot of awards and accolades on the field. Uh you don't win a championship though. And it's like it's not I, I don't understand why it's not more intriguing to people. And maybe it's just because I don't know, maybe maybe game day as a you know, institution is broken. Like you
3: said. I don't know if it's broken as much as it's just why would you go spend and i people will adamantly disagree with this and i think i would even disagree with this cuz i enjoy the game day atmosphere or aspect of being on a campus for a game I'm day i let me tell
0: you one thing that really screwed up they really screwed up was tailgating on lindsay
3: yes yeah absolutely getting rid
0: of the tailgating yeah. right there Really put a damper on on Absolutely. a lot of people's thoughts and on on how much. It's another it's another one of those outreach things. It's like it's not it's not that it keeps people from coming in the game, but it gives people a negative perception of how OU feels about them. Sure. And when you have you you're you're relying on people that didn't just attend OU, like you're making it feel like you're uh, an exclusive club that people don't belong to when you do stuff like that.
3: And I think that there's a little bit. Of And, you know, the, the reasons for eliminating tailgating can be debated, I think, end on for forever. But I do think that it has something to do with, I think, OU wanted to push people towards Campus Corner. And I think they wanted people to go to the event that they hold, that Oklahoma holds, in the uh, parking lot off Jenkins. As far as, you know, they... Thought, you well, mean we that can, tailgating company yes. that rented out that space? No, 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 Well, that. And, that was weird. And the thing up on Jenkins as far as like the family gathering type thing.
0: Oh, yeah. The Fan Fest stuff. The like concert and all that crap.
3: And let's be honest, I think that a, a little bit of it was just born didn't want a bunch of drunk people walking around campus, which with his, with on a college game day and Saturday is the jewel, dumbest thing yeah. I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. I mean... I'm sorry you
0: built you know family friendly dorms that nobody wants to stay in, across from your football stadium. But there's more than enough room for people to tailgate right there. Yeah, and you close that street anyway. I mean, I know you got to let ambulances through and stuff like sure. that, but it's not like people didn't take over that street before anyway. I mean, they're drunk. If you run over them, they won't notice. I won't feel it for sure. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, they. There was definitely a part of that that was. I'm sure fueled by the foreign foreign uh, exchange students that are national See, merit I don't buy scholar that at losers. All.
0: I don't buy that. I just think it was born wanting to protect his new jewel of campus
3: for the national merit well, scholars yeah, but, I mean, that don't the, care about yeah. football.
0: Yeah, the people that live there are people that are coming in from other countries, yeah. and you know they have families, and that's kind of who it was targeted at.
3: Can't build the wall fast enough.
0: Well, around, it didn't around help around the entire country. It doesn't help when, you know, you have a pre- like I it's not even political. It's not whether I'm a very middle of the road guy when it comes to that stuff. But I mean, there's so many things that Trump put into place that hurts universities, which is sure. you know, the stuff about the visas and then the stuff uh not even about the wall, but you know, the stuff about donations not being tax write-offs anymore. I mean, yeah. it's not been good.
2: Don't huh. worry folks, Kerry's been banned for a week. He took care of it. <laughs>
3: politics it's just I it's a I think as a whole you can say that there's a lot of changing parts and especially it on a on a university or on a college campus right now that it's I think it would be very interesting to hear you know the people from the Sooner Club or the the OU Club or whatever or season ticket holders or just, just season, in general yeah, I mean guys
0: the, that sit in the north end zone you know do you feel more welcome now than you did? Yeah. And you know what? The Sooner Club and, and the athletic department, they're very good about polling those people and surveying those I think people. they try as
3: hard as, as much as they can. It's just, it's very hard to please everybody right now. Because if you do something for one segment, the people in the north end zone, it's like the, in the south end zone, it's like, my parents had some tickets down there and, you know, they could have stayed down there, but it was going to cost more money. Yeah. And... You kind of get what you pay for nowadays. Yeah. And especially at a sporting event like a, a major college university like OU. Well, it's kind of
0: like me yelling at the guys last year that got everybody all upset. Like, you don't want to go to the game, but then you don't want to pay to watch it at home. Like, when the paying to stuff, watching yeah. it at home is going to be cheaper than you
3: going to the game with your family. Well, and I know that we've talked about it in the, in the Scoop uh, DMs, but you might have to pay for every game here coming up.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the RSN stuff, that was the, the uh, Fox Sports Regional Sports Network stuff, Fox Sports Oklahoma, Fox Sports Southwest, Fox Sports Midwest. I mean, all you guys listening probably have some TV package that gives you uh, yeah, regional networks. Yeah, I would say
3: networks. 99.9% of everybody yeah. that is listening has some kind of sports package.
0: So And that was where you watched Big 12 football. So, now that's been sold off to Sinclair... Who's going to, you know, they get baseball rights out of that, NBA rights, like the Thunder. They'll be showing the Thunder games. But since Fox owns these broadcasting rights, my question is, like, where do these Big 12 games go? How is Fox going to show all these? Like, that's a big problem.
3: I don't think that there's going to be any point where we're sitting on a Saturday or OU fans are sitting on a Saturday and OU's not on now. No,
0: you're right. Yeah. Fox will find Maybe a way like a, to put them a Kansas on. Kansas game or something? Kansas, Kansas State. I mean, are we gonna be in a position where Big Twelve games aren't even televised? Except digitally.
3: I'd be surprised if that if that if it got to that point, but
1: will ESPN plus become the wave of the future? Is that how we consume content though?
3: Are
0: we headed to the Ocho finally? ESPN Ocho. We going to have eight ESPN channels. It might be. Of course, that's not Fox. Like, ESPN would have to buy the games from Fox and put them on ESPN+. Plus.
2: Well, and is this the news that finally spurs what every Oklahoma fan has been wanting? And, you know, if the, if these things happen like we're talking about, does this spur... Finally, Oklahoma's higher-ups to say, okay, we've got to get serious about doing something else. I think everything's headed no for I, it.
3: I, I'll tell you. It's a, it's a collision course for 2023, or what is it? 20, 2025. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you this. I did reach out to Joe C, and he said, well, Sooner Sports Network is safe. That's what we know. Uh, and really, they have to wait till Sinclair takes over, and Fox has to figure out what they're going to do. So it's very much up in the air.
3: Do you think that they, looking back on it now, do you think that if they had to do it all over again, they'd do everything the same as far as Sooner Sports properties and everything that they've done? Or do you think that that money would have been managed in a different way? I I, I really don't know. God,
0: I mean, if they could do it over again, I would hope they would realize... We need a TV network like in 1998. Sure. And <laughs> kick Texas out of the conference if they didn't want to do it.
3: Yeah. So in a perfect world, you'd go back and make a Big 12 network type thing? Hell yes. Oh,
0: yeah. And do it just like the Big Ten
3: did it. Yeah. By the way, like the
0: SEC, they can talk about all the money. They, the Big Ten is killing it for what they are. Their network deal is the best because they own the damn thing.
3: It's an actual network. Yeah. But from a from a from the outside looking in, I'm probably ten times more likely to flip over to ESPN and an SEC network type thing as opposed to seeing to catch up with Rutgers and Indiana. Oh yeah, yeah. You know,
0: I don't even have the Big Ten network and I don't care. Yeah, because I'm just not interested in Big Ten football.
3: Every once in well, a while, and I'll think I'll flip it on, and be yeah, the on.
0: things that are interesting, they're going to be on. I mean. Yep. If I want watch Ohio State, Michigan, that's not on the Big yeah, Ten those, Network. None of those games are.
3: <laughs> you might, yeah, you might like, be able to catch them in playing lacrosse or something. I'm
0: not watching Mid. I'm not watching Minnesota Northwestern, no matter what channel it's on.
1: And that's why people were so pissed about OU Texas. Was it FS1? A couple of years. Oh ago? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean that that was like what? That's like your Big Ten Network
0: game. Didn't you think though that people were pissed off more though, just because it it kind of disrespected the game more than? having trouble watching the game on that channel
3: definitely it was a perception thing it was a this game should be on abc yeah like how does this game fall
0: to fox sports one
3: no i I definitely think that it was more of that than the see that wasn't a redneck kick voice because there's a lot of games that it's like it's it's still a cable network here i mean look
0: if you i'm always one of these roll with the punches guys the pac-12 network is an abomination it's a it's a disaster the Big 12 needs to start courting Arizona and Arizona State right now. Get them out of the Pac-12. That's your closest... Well, I guess that's your closest... G, Colorado being somewhere. But, I mean, realistically,
3: I'd take a trip to Arizona every year. It's easy travel. That's for sure. I don't know, though. I'd, by 2025, I'd... I could see OU just saying, screw it. We don't want to be a part of this anymore. I I hope that they... But I have no idea where college football as a whole is going to be in six years, let alone... I have no idea who the president of OU will be at that point. Yeah. Probably not going to be James Gallagher.
2: The way it's going. I, I think, say, that's my guess, is that that's, we, we're we at least one new boss between now and then, maybe two. It feels like this could be just chaotic. Um. Okay, so...
3: It, we'll say that a lot of the stuff that has landed at Gallagher's feet, though, is also, some of it's been self-inflicted, but there's a lot of it that... It's just, it's just modern-day
2: college got, bullshit. Yeah. Snowflake. Oh, that's no, I, I don't know enough of the inner workings to even try to claim that I know the level in which he's operating in his job, but I just, there's, it, I feel like when things start uh, roughly kind of in je- you know not jeopardy but just chaotically they tend to end the same way like i i, I don't feel like you uh it feels like the the boat never stops rocking like mm-hmm. it just kind of stays that way and then it ends and then you know somebody else can kind of pick up the pieces even if it's just a perception deal like well this change helps just because it's change i just think it's i'm just so glad i don't go to college in this
0: day and age I just think it just seems so soft to me. It just seems so thing. much worse. I mean, like there were rallies and you know crazy hellfire and brimstone preachers when I would go to you know at OU when I was there, but like there weren't there wasn't nearly as much butt hurt on campus as there seems to be now.
3: No, there's no doubt about that.
0: I mean, there was stuff. There's no doubt, there was about stuff that, that you know, I've talked about this before, like. There was stuff where they had like a Native American teepee exhibit all over campus, and there was someone going and peeing on them all the time. Like that caused an uproar, and there was a lot of you know Native American uproar School would be canceled stuff. These
3: days, if that happened,
0: I, I'm telling you, it's just. I mean, and SAE was banned while I was there for doing stupid stuff. I mean, that's one constant SAE. If uh if it has a house on campus, it won't for long. <laughs> That's that's decades old now. Sorry, SAEs, I'm not ripping no you. No comment.
3: I know some good dudes.
0: Yeah, I do too.
3: It's just it's uh, it's like I said. I mean, it there's a lot of moving parts nowadays. You, there's a lot of things, even to like just tie it all back into what we started with as far as the Cubs thing. There is a lot of moving parts in this world right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Josh. You spent yesterday on the recruiting
0: trail. Uh, appreciate that. I, you know, from I don't even know how long that would have taken you as far in the ocean as you live in Texas. Uh, it, it, literally, that drive for me is like two hours and forty-five minutes. I easily could have done it, and I offered to do it.
2: It, it was about four, four and some change, like 420, four and it was slowed down because you know. And I posted it on the board. Uh, and for anyone worrying, when I post on the board, I, I'm voice-to-texting. We're, we're not staring at the phone or anything like that. That's why you get even more typos than is normal, which, you know, we know my normal is going to have a few. Um, I mean, but it's hard, anyway, you know, when you have the whiskey bottle in your mouth, too. Well, you know, I mean, but I only shoot, you know, every 50 miles. So it, it's not – I don't want anybody to think I'm getting crazy out there. <laughs> um, but, no uh, – trust me yeah, i was just in houston a no one storm on the way up.
0: no one would know the difference if you were you drinking whiskey and driving in houston everyone's crazy there
2: it's a little bit assumed here you know you're just like okay he's only three drinks and it should be fine do you ever do the move where you go like four wide and
0: then just cut in front of everybody and weave in and out of traffic
2: I really try not to, but it's a really popular move down here. Like, is, I, I I've never know. seen so many people do that move. Like, it's insane. Like, it's out of control in Houston now. If I'm on a four lane highway and I'm in the fast lane and I'm like, "Oh, there's my exit," it does not occur to me. Okay, are all four lanes clear? Okay, I'm just gonna dash across the. All. I, my thought is, well, okay, how far up is the next exit? I'm just gonna have to flip around. Like, it it doesn't even cross my mind. That, okay, well, I can just do this immediately and, you know, risk be damned. Like It's just like, okay, it's going to cost me a couple minutes to go up here, flip around, and come back to the road I need. You know
0: why it is? Because you're not driving a souped-up
2: Honda Civic. Yeah.
3: That's the movie you usually see from the souped-up Honda Civic. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Or the Hyundai. Racing strikes on the side. Or the Hyundai drivers.
0: you're You're not a... You know, your car is not always in great shape or truck. Whatever you've driven has always been caved in at one point or another, Eddie. So, But I know you're not a terrible it's, driver. It's accusatory. Um, <laughs> the, what, I want, what I don't want to know is why it never gets fixed. I'll just say that. I just need to do
3: it. You <laughs> don't have time. Too but busy. I'm too just busy. saying,
0: people in Hyundais, they're the new crazies. Yeah. Those are the worst drivers that are out there now. They've actually overtaken jacked up trucks.
3: Yeah, maybe. Well, no, I think that I'm pretty sheltered in Oklahoma. I don't see it too often. I notice it more when I get out of the state.
2: Yeah, when you go down to uh, Dallas and Houston. I'm big on BMW. BMW tends. I saw some to be good douchebags. Yeah, I saw some douchebags
0: uh-huh. driving those in Houston. Yeah, there's Just not there's enough a here. Contingent.
1: Not enough BMW. Here
2: You know and I see them Because every Ed Eskridge, like, Eskridge Dominates the on.
0: landscape Bob and the, As he should Go to Eskridge Lexus <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite plug. Even the asshole drivers Boom You that can get the F free, Sport Ed.
3: series That's free for you Ed They have uh, Good seatbelts And they sleep really well From what I've heard Eddie Probably
0: Oh Eddie's There's a there's just a permanent Eddie sleep divot in my passenger seat from all is those long trips. Is Eddie your most frequent trips. passenger? Oh, yeah, by far. Okay. I figured he Except was. Except now Bob has stolen his seat because he can't sit in the back seat. Allegedly, he can't sit in the back seat. You don't want me thrown up. Uh, Eddie's thrown up in there before. I don't frown not frown. Yeah,
3: there him. is precedent.
0: Anyway, I'm sorry. I got
3: way off. Yeah, we... we <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Josh on recruiting this podcast, trail. This you can tell, we're just going to be all over the place. Well, on May 9th, if you wanted us to break down the... Starting the, roster. Yeah, the third-string running backs on this team, you're probably...
2: All right, here's
0: why Jalen Hurts is going to win the third Hasman Trophy for the Sooners.
2: I love it. Let's do it. Um, no, so yesterday, go up, and I see uh, Nate Anderson. Um, Not Alexander? And, Not Alexander. And I I really should explain this. For the people that saw it, I tweeted out twice, Nate Alexander. I'm literally typing his name into my phone after I take the video and I take the picture. Well, I was typing in Sooner's O-Line commitment, and my phone immediately pulls up Marcus Marcus Alexander. Alexander I thought that might be the case. So I type in Nate, and it's not that my phone did it. I just got Alexander in my head, and I just typed out Alexander. I did it both times. And I don't, like I said, it was just, I got it in my head. And so apologies to Nate and his dad, who we've, you know, we've, we've talked to a little bit the last couple of days, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but can I tell is. the best part of this story is that <laughs> sure. this is like, we,
0: we know, we give Eddie a lot of credit for being kind of a jack of all trades for, you know, things that he does and not just quirks, but things that we appreciate. Uh, we, we learn more and more about Bob Presbillo every day. <laughs> And I know this because I've done it. Uh, And he saw the Alexander tweets. And I love how Bob does this because he does it to me too if I'd screw up a tweet. He says, hey, uh, I just wanted to let you know you put Alexander on those tweets uh, if you care about that sort of thing, it's very passive aggressive.
3: It's loosely like, translated to you don't give a shit, f- you know? change it." Yeah,
0: if no, you don't really care yeah. about your reputation, or... Eddie
1: doesn't care. Because when I've said it to
0: Eddie, <laughs> Eddie doesn't care.
3: care. So I've said, people know who we're talking about. <laughs> you know, you scream. A name the... is different than just a, the misspelling or yes. the wrong uh, grammatical or the grammatical wrong position or, yeah, or something. Yeah. 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 People know.
0: No, I love it I love it when Bob does that. We need that. that. Especially <laughs> when I didn't screw it up.
2: Because it's just it's this panic that goes through your body. You're just like,
0: God damn it.
2: No, no, I'm sitting on the field, and I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, and I just start immediately like, okay, delete that, delete that, okay. Redo it all over again. And, of course, I'm typing in Sooner's O-Line commitment. No, not Alexander. <laughs> screw you, phone. Like, I had to, like, really focus on, nope, we're not going to hit that predictive text. We're going to keep moving, so uh but to the actual player himself um as a good example while i was there yesterday i saw usc i saw texas a&m i saw texas tech like this is a guy that's not going away i know a lot of people saw a three star offensive line commitment um earlier this week and kind of thought oh you know what what so oh, you doing here they must be missing out on some targets i've talked to a couple coaches that think he is a borderline top 100 guy in the country and maybe one of the better five to 10 tackles in the country. He is a about six, four, six, four and a half um, longer than I expected him to on tape. That was kind of my concern. Like I didn't know if his arms were going to be okay. They're not, I mean, we're not talking about Orlando Brown. I mean, he, he can't, you know, I, I don't know, bear hug a bear. I, I, don't, I don't know where I was going with that, but I mean, he, he has plenty of arm length. He has plenty of wingspan. He's fine. And then you put his feet into the equation, and he's he's as good moving laterally as anybody you'll see in this class. I mean, he is very, very athletic, a guy that played tight end, defensive end. He has a really good background as far as just being a guy that understands – not understands, but just has the ability to get to the second level. He can turn a defensive end back inside. He – um uh, I, I really couldn't have been more impressed. I, I really think it's a really good evaluation by Bill Biedenboe, who I'm told will actually be there again today. So Oklahoma's more than aware that other schools are still working him and are still going to try. Um, but I, I, I just talking to him, we did an interview. You know, It'll be up here soon. Um, I, I got the impression he's pretty set on Oklahoma, that he feels really good about that. He was talking about, okay, you know, I would get one offer, and okay, that's my leader. And then a new offer would come in, and they're a little better, and okay, you know, they're my new leader. And he just kind of was like, but I got to the point where what's better than Oklahoma? You know, and and so I think the fans are going to like him a lot. He seems really excited about it. You know, I I wouldn't shock me if five months from now he's like, yeah, I want to go see a place or two, that kind of thing. But I I think as long as OU stays on him – everything pretty much stays status quo. Oklahoma's in a pretty good spot with him.
1: Josh, uh, you've been pretty con- uh, consistent this week saying that Nate Anderson's going to be a much bigger re- recruit when it's all said and done. So what took so long? Why did the offer just come Saturday? What Did he grow? Did, did his game? How did it change so that now he's become the huge name that he's become during the recent weeks?
2: I think a lot of people just didn't know about him, Bob. I mean, because people don't, like, he was telling me in his first game last year, he played the first half at offensive on offensive line, went into halftime, changed his jersey number, and played the second half at tight end. So, like, this isn't a guy that was, you know, Reedy really said, okay, you're going to be our, our right tackle all season long. It only happened because of an injury. And even then, you could tell the coaches from what he was explaining were just kind of dipping their toe to see how it would go. Well, then going to the second game, they're like, "Okay, you're going to play tackle for us." I, you know, they they realize pretty quickly that maybe we've really got something here, and so he played tackle. You watch his tape; he's dominating people. But it's it's what we talk about all the time, Bob. Like there's these guys like Jace McClellan and Drew Sanders, and you know, you go around the list, and, or you know, go around the country, and you can find all kinds of names that are well known when they're freshmen. And I think there becomes a perception that, oh, well, they were really good when they were young. They must be still better than everybody else. But then there's guys like Nate Anderson who just kind of either they find their position or they grow into their body or, you know, any of a hundred other things. But it's later in the game, so people have have trouble kind of saying, oh, no, he is really good. He's as good as these other guys. We just didn't know about him two years ago because someone brought it up on the board the other day well, you know he's a plan B guy for Oklahoma. I guess if you want to make that argument, you can technically because when OU offered the plan A guys, Nate Anderson was playing defensive end. So I don't know how you blame OU for not having known about him, but I can tell you talking to people and talking to coaches on other staffs as well, there are a lot of people that are very high on him and his potential.
3: I don't know how you couldn't be a type of person right now with what Bill Beatabo's done down there. If they offered a 5'2", 145-pound kid, yes. you'd be like, all right, well, I've, I mean, a I don't see go. it. I, I don't, don't know. I don't see it, but they're going to do something with him, right? Oh, it, I th- no, 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 no. I mean, no. that's, that's no, the, no. the that's the crazy side of it. But the board would never let that No, guy. I'm not saying they're going <laughs> to offer a 5'2 kid. I mean, they're not going to go out and offer the next Eddie Radosovich that can't play, but I'm saying like there has to be some they're not just taking kids to be taking
2: bodies. I guess is what I'm yeah. trying to say. No, I get what you mean. Like if there's any guy that should have currency that if he tell if he makes right. an offer to a kid, it's Phil Beanbow. Like you should believe right. that you know now, obviously if it gets to the point that he offers a five, two hundred and fifty pound kid we have to start worrying, like, is his brain and mental... I mean, like, are his all his mental functions there? Yeah, you start wondering what the hell's going on. Then. Yeah, yeah. Then there might be something problematic. Is he stroking you know, problematic. Out right now? Yeah. Exactly. Did he have a stroke at the time of this offer? You know, the, the, those are valid concerns. But a 6'4", 260-pound guy that's got great tape, I don't know what you're doubting. Like, I, you know, the, just just let it happen. I, I, I promise... This guy, if he'll buy in, do the things that Beaton Bowe's going to want him to do, he's going to be fine. And he may end up being really, really good. I quoted on the board, I literally had a coaching friend say, I've been all over the country. This guy may be the best tackle in the country. Did you get the sense by any chance that could he be
3: one of those foundation guys in the 2020 class?
2: I think he could be. Now he's got, it's, his, and it's you know, scary to
3: say that with anybody right now in in the world of recruiting. But sure, I, sure, there there are, there has to be a couple guys in each class that are like that.
2: And there's not, yeah. at this moment. No, I mean, it, and we'll, we'll get into that in a second because I kind of talked to Ryan Watts about who he was working on, and he he only had one guy. But we'll, you know, we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, I mean, he is a kid that is the the really the two things he'll have to battle. Because when you look at those foundational guys, they're almost always highly rated. They're well known. He's neither right now, so he's going to have to kind of, you know, a he needs you know companies like Rivals and twenty four seven, everybody else to catch up and be like, holy crap, this guy's really good. And frankly, right now, it's Rivals. Uh, I think I think twenty four seven and ESPN both have him in their you know top two fifty, top three hundred, whatever it may be. So. Uh, rivals needs to get to work on that. But, um, I I think aside from that, he is a, he's clearly enthusiastic about Oklahoma. He's bought into, you know, where he fits into that program. I I sent out the picture yesterday. He's like, I need a new profile picture. And what's he, and like, AM and tech are about 10 feet to my right when I take that picture. I'm like, I really hope they think I didn't like tell him to throw the horns down. Cause he was like, he walked up to me early in practice. He goes, I need to take a new, profile pick and he, he did the horns down i'm like okay cool man whatever and i was about to leave and i was like hey if you want to do that you know during a break let's let's do it and so he walks over and he does the same thing and i was like god i flagged him down they're gonna think that like i i was like initiating this whole thing not that a&m or tech particularly care about the horns down but just kind of fanboy crap and i'm like i've i know so that that was my troubling part as i walked away from practice yesterday
3: little uncomfortable what what was uh the other half of your visit to uh, the dfw area was uh see ryan watts cornerback obviously from little elm i know you didn't get to see a lot of them because the weather uh wasn't cooperating with the rain and they were
2: inside but uh what were your conversations with him like well you know talking to him um it was my first time to really to speak with him like directly i mean we've dm'd a lot and you know texted and that kind of stuff but it was my first time to really talk to him, and he is um, just a kid that, I mean, he's confident, but it didn't come off, like, it comes off very easy to like. Like, he, you know, he's like, I want to be perfect. I want to be, this, you know, and you're like, usually when kids say stuff, I'm like, man, you got a long way to go. Like, just just tap the brakes a little bit. But it was, it was just like, I want to get better. And he, you know, and so... I really liked what he had to say. I will say what I thought was really interesting and uh, was kind of a thing that happened right before I did the interview with him yesterday is uh, Brandon Carr, the longtime NFL DB from Grand Valley State, was there for some reason. I it was This was at a local kind of private indoor facility that uh, the school had, had rented basically for two hours so the guys could work out uh, in the middle of all this rain in Dallas yesterday. Well, I don't know why Brandon Carr happened to be there but he walks up and he's and he's talking to Ryan, you know, and he's kind of finding out about him and that kind of stuff, and he's you know just kind of giving him some advice. Well, all of a sudden, uh, Ryan's mother wants to take a picture next uh, with them together, so they kind of get up next to each other. And Brandon Carr, like I said, a longtime NFL DB, puts his arm around Watts, and he kind of looks and he goes. Damn, you're a corner man. Like, you could tell he was like, this kid's huge. And Brandon Carr is a big guy in his own right. He's six foot, six foot one. And Watts is at least an inch, an inch and a half taller than he is. I mean, he is, he is everything that he's advertised to be. I kind of thought I might get there and he's six one in a little bit. If he's not six three, he's close. And he is long armed, long legged. And I kind of thought, okay, you know, he'll, now that I've seen him, he's going to look like a safety when he moves around. No, man, he he can absolutely play corner if that's where OU wants him. And that's what he told me yesterday is that almost the, all the talk is corner. But I will say he was like, I played safety as a sophomore. I didn't want to move to corner as a junior. I kind of did it because my coaches asked me to. And I don't care where I play. So I think a lot of people have tried to, you know, kind of, oh, if, if OU wants to move into safety, he's going to be you know, shaky about it, he doesn't care. He, he really was like, I whatever gets me on the field, I, I don't care if I'm safety or corner. That doesn't matter to me at all. As, but he told me that they see him as corner. That's what they're talking about. As a
0: uh, lifetime Cowboys fan, I'm going to tell you that story gave me a boner. Uh, Eddie, get out of my chair. I'm going to need that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You'll have plenty of time when the NFL playoffs start to do whatever you need because the Cowboys won't be playing in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whew,
3: that is...
2: That's that's not nice. But no. Uh,
3: even, just to, do you
0: even have an NFL team?
3: Not right now. I'm I'm a free agent right now. It was the Cardinals
2: last, right? Yep. And it still might um, be. With you Kyler didn't now. You didn't
0: grow up with the NFL team, though?
2: Not really. It's weird. You were a Patriots fan when I met you.
3: Yeah. That was more like of a bandwagon. I like Tom Brady, but I
2: don't okay. know. Well, I mean, I'm a free I agent right anybody now. anybody that would own something like that. Yeah, I'm
3: a fan play. of whoever I have bet on on Sunday.
2: What about that uh and Eddie one of the first times we ever talked um, you know Josh made a pretty bold prediction that a lot of people laughed at and ended up right let's you know not forget that what's that the Giants beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl Oh, called it called that to happen yeah the NFL needed that
0: (laughs) I gotta be honest with you uh, that was set up Josh has probably got a reason to be the cockiest out of all of us right now more so than the Bears Pretty good draft, by the yeah, way. Yeah, at least the Colts have um, some.
2: They're going to be. Th- if Andrew Luck is healthy. Probably they're a top ten there in a at a really
1: good year. Just got to get a after, kicker for the
2: Bears. We're good. After dealing with Ryan Grigson for four years, I don't really know what to do with the draft because I'm like, he's going to make good decisions. Like, I don't even have to like watch it and get pissed off. Like, why did we draft the white linebacker from Iowa that ran five flat? At his, you know, because Grigson likes that the kid lifts a lot of weights. Like. I, I don't, Greg's God, that was a train wreck. And now watching a front office that knows what it's doing and makes good decisions, you're like, wow, that's that's really nice. That, that, that's great. We get random free agents that are really good. The the God, I'm gonna blank on his name. The kid from Oklahoma State that went to Detroit. Um, oh, the uh, uh, tight end? Not not Oklahoma State. Yeah, I, I'm I'm uh, the tight end that had the great year for the Colts. So I'm just blanking on his name right now.
3: Big fan, you are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really bad. talking about from Stanford? Uh, no, god, dang, that's just going to piss me off. Hold, hold. <laughs> Eric Ebron. God, couldn't Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't get there. It's bizarre
0: that the tight end has almost disappeared in college football, yet great ones just keep entering the NFL that you'd never heard of I, all the time. They
3: take those guys that are the kind of Mark Andrews is a great example. Like, yeah, he's not technically that true tight end, but he does enough to he, get away with it. They're
0: not as stupid as Chase Kaufman was, basically.
3: Sure. Yeah.
0: By the that was my favorite hard knocks is just watching Chase Kaufman just getting killed by. Um,
3: what year Jay- would that have been?
2: Was that Houston? <sighs> no, it had. I think it I think Cincinnati. that was Bengals. Oh, it was Bengals. Yeah.
0: Yeah that was probably the one jd got cut in i think that was the same was year. it
2: yeah i thought he got i thought it was the bears when he got cut in no it no, was the, was Bengals. the Bengals. i knew that okay okay
0: well it was uh jay what's his name that was coach at OU in 99 um uh diabetes guy oh i uh, had a brother yeah uh like Jay uh, Jay Hayes? Jay Hayes, yeah Hayes. Hayes, yeah John Hayes, uh, John Jonathan Hayes. Hayes, Jonathan Hayes, yeah.
3: I think he just got the, uh, an, XFL job, just got the uh, an XFL job if I remember correctly.
1: He
0: did.
3: Can't re- which I don't remember what it's one of them, but yeah, yeah It's
0: interesting seeing uh, Bob Stoops hire Chris Woods as his defensive coordinator. I mean, everybody I knew always talked real highly of him.
3: Yeah, and I would imagine that's a pretty good situation for him because he was at Texas State. I would think that that's an... comparable pay basically yeah I mean, he was a qc guy at ou forever hell it might even be a little bit of a step up right might be From being the a dc state? at texas state and i think he got fired so not fired but like the that staff got fired because oh. what's his name, the head coach now uh yeah he uh, left right uh spavitol right yeah yeah, he was the head coach now.
1: Re- retweeting a lot of Kansas stuff. I'm not saying he was with Les Miles' staff,
3: but he might have been on like he, a. Um, he
1: was doing a lot of Kansas stuff.
3: Going to be a uh, analyst or something, something. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he was here in Norman, wasn't he? He was a Defensive analyst.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Or uh, QC guy. I mean. Yeah.
3: Quality control, technically.
0: Uh, I know one thing that's been you know talked about on the boards, and I loved Eddie's response to the initial tweet was, uh, "Jace McClellan, I don't want to, I don't." I don't want to start any rumors or anything, and Eddie's response was, "Sir, that's exactly how rumors start." Uh, but you know, Seth McGowan is still a guy that's been out there, and I think uh, people noticed that Sam Spiegelman changed him recently on his crystal ball prediction uh, to OU. But uh, any any kind of updates, Josh? There with Seth uh, just having his top what top four release last week too. Was it four or
2: five Boss? I think it was four. It was four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it was OU, A and M, Georgia, and who's the fourth? I'm forgetting. USC. Is that right? For McGowan. Yeah. Yeah. It was OU. It was
3: Oklahoma, A and M, USC, and Georgia.
2: Yep. And let's just say
0: Sam's article had a lot more about OU than pretty much any other team.
2: Yeah. I, I I get the impression talking to a lot of people, both around Poteet, talking to Sam a little bit after that interview. Uh, I've talked to Seth some through the last few weeks. I, I, I think if he picked right now, Oklahoma would be the leader, but obviously he just came off as official. That that kind of makes sense if you think about it. But I will say um, he is a midterm guy, so you're going to see an early decision. I, I think he's really wanting to get these visits out of the way and then get this done. Uh, I, I was told the reason Stanford didn't make that list is because he cannot enroll early at Stanford. Like That's how serious he is about this. Hmm. This is a guy that is actually going to finish top ten in his class and is pissed off about it because he wants to be valedictorian but because basically he's going to lose out to people in the band because they can take honors band and they get credits that he doesn't get because there's no such thing as honors athletics. Which is a, a really interesting. I've never heard this come up before, but this. So, I mean, just to kind of put a. It's kind of incredible, is what it is. You, yeah. have, you guys yeah. have not seen. My
0: nephew is in Texas High School band. It is ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Shit, ridiculous. look at
3: that. I, I mean, I, one of the best tweets of all time, I think it was Matt Stepper, somebody took a picture of uh, that Allen band going over the bridge uh-huh. uh, down in Waco for one of the state semifinals or finals. And it said something to the effect of. Uh, they're coming to like take over the town, and it's just like a mob of people, like a sea of it's people. It's a racket,
2: man. It's crazy. The band is uh, Alan's band is. I mean, like it's just like everything else, Alan. It's completely over the top and massive. Um, but no. Uh, as far as McGowan, I think OU's in really good shape. And I, you know, the thing I want to really make clear to everybody when I talk to various people, and this is, you know, really almost unanimous and, and with some of the people I talked to. Seth McGowan is criminally underappreciated by most fans, in my opinion. He is a guy that a lot of people think probably is a, maybe a notch below Zach Evans, but anybody else in the state, they'd stack Seth McGowan right with him. So, you know, Jason McClellan, Ty Jordan, you run down the list of all the great backs in Texas this year, they think Seth is right there with any of those guys. So... And, I, you know, when you talk about that and how good that group is, that that puts him in that conversation with the Kendall Miltons, the Chris Tyrees. I mean, uh, this is a guy that, from what I can gather, Oklahoma really, really wants. So I, I, I think the visit you want to watch is in a couple weeks to Georgia. Obviously, Georgia's already stung Oklahoma a couple times this year. That's a win that Oklahoma, A, wants, and B, kind of needs. So... Th- that's a guy that is really going to be key to this summer going the way Oklahoma wants it to in recruiting. And I I will say, I I said, I was going to mention it earlier. uh, That's the guy Ryan Watts told me he's really focused on. He's really trying to work him hard. They talk a lot and Watts is trying to get him, you know, up to Oklahoma with him.
3: Just hope he doesn't visit Athens on a, any other day. You, You would hope that he visits on a Sunday because he can't cash the check. But then again, it'd be more of a cash situation, I'm sure.
2: Oh, you know the 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 roots of the um, Nick Saban tree, Eddie. Those are grown off just purity mm-hmm. and innocence, and mm-hmm. you know we all know that. So that's um, amen. All, all those guys, you know, Jeremy Pruitt, very uh, faith related. Yes, it, it's it's they recruit, you know. Based on their faith and just their, you know, it's really like I said just same with Davo. It's really
0: a holistic approach. Same with
2: Davo. Yes. <laughs> you know, Davo is so interesting because, like, it you you believe everything and then you see the stuff that's said in that NCAA thing that's going on with basketball, and you're like. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, why would they really do why- it for basketball and not for football? That would exactly. make no sense. I've said it before, and when their basketball team's been awful, and their football team's the best in the country.
3: I've said it before, and I, th- I think it rings true. Anytime that you present faith as much as somebody like Dabo does, you're hiding something, and that's yeah. just a personal opinion. It's not saying anything on a, a blanket statement about anybody, but it makes you wonder. Hugh, Hugh Freeze you're full of shit,
2: Eddie. Huh? <laughs> I said Hugh Freeze says you're full of shit.
3: Yeah, well, we got a couple I dead mean, hookers that like I wish that. they could talk.
2: Yeah, he he would down say the Craig like James that. route. <laughs> you're not full enough of faith,
0: is what Hugh would say. Mm-hmm. I I was always suspicious of Houston Nut for the very same reasons.
3: Oh, Houston, that's a saint.
2: He's the one that's
3: genuine. He's he's a he's a genuine saint.
2: He's I, I remember back in the old like the mid two thousands. Arkansas was always the school that I would hear stuff like, yeah, you know, Oklahoma feels pretty good about this guy, but they got to get through that in-home with Arkansas. You know, and, like, it was like Tony Hugo, uh, Vikel Vaughn, you know, some of those, like, guys that only our old-time listeners are going to even remember. But, like, they were big battles for OU, and they would – and you're like, how is OU having a battle with Arkansas for Texas kids? Like, it didn't – it never made sense. Like, you could get Peyton Hillis. Sure, sure. Or uh, Matt Jones. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, you you gotta fight for an Arkansas kid. I I get that, but like, a DFW Uh, We know that there wasn't
3: enough cocaine in Norman for (laughs) Matt Jones.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: I don't, I wonder, yeah. I think that was, I think he got gatewayed somewhere along the way.
3: It's always funny to look at, you bring up Arkansas as a good example. It's like, they had like, You know, 2010 they go 10 and three. 2011 they go 11 and two. 2006 they go 10 and four. Outside of those three years, there's a lot of five and sevens, a lot of eight eight and fives. Those are kind of like the the highs and lows of Mm -hmm. Arkansas football. That's kind of their history, though. They put it together for one or two seasons and then just drop off the face of the planet. Coach will leave, like Lou Holtz.
2: Only well, the I mean, know it's just—it's not a destination job. No matter how many people in Arkansas want to believe otherwise, it's just not. I mean, yeah. and all their best, guy has enough success, he leaves. Yeah, and all their best coaches
0: from Arkansas had success somewhere else. Switzer Jimmy Johnson,
2: on. Oh
3: Gus.
0: Well, they didn't want Malzahn Well, they that basically was ran him
3: out of town, didn't they?
0: Yeah, they didn't. They didn't want a high school coach coaching their team, and that yeah, and th- now that goes right more. into what
3: we're kind of saying about that entire fan base is they have higher expectations than what reality is. I think, Josh, just to clarify, as far as the running back stuff, what what does the Josh McQuestion big board look like for Oklahoma as far as running backs? If 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 you if nobody was committed, take take a uh, Jace McClellan out of the picture. And we can even we'll throw Zach Evans out of the picture as well. Who would be your your big board? Uh,
2: you know, I think if any everybody's being honest and realistic, it probably starts with Kendall Milton. I, I think the, the difference I, I that I want people to recognize is I think he's like a one and then you've got McGowan and McClellan and Tyree is like one B, one C. Like I, I think everybody wants her to be this huge gap. And while they're all different guys, I, I, First, I think McGowan and Milton are actually pretty comparable in the way they do things. They're both very good as receivers, big, sturdy guys. I mean, I, I, I know somebody, even aside from Sam, that had seen McGowan recently, and he's like 215. And you look at that picture of him in the Gallagly picture, he is a massive guy. Like, I mean, this is a, you know, I, 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 I hesitate to compare anybody to Samage, but like, He's moving in that direction, like just a big, sturdy guy. And I think he has a little more burst than a guy like Samajay did. So, I like I said, I think McGowan's just a little underappreciated. But Milton would probably be number one, and then you're looking at those other three. And the, the interesting question to me is, is Oklahoma dead set on taking three running backs? Two is automatic. They're going to take two. But, like, if it's, if say, they get, you know, McGowan and McClellan or McGowan, McClellan, you know, McGowan and Milton, you know, however you want to mix it up, of the the three that are kind of every down type backs and they don't get Tyree. Well, are they dead set? Do they jump back and go after a guy like Ty Jordan, who's kind of that same speed guy that they want to get out in space? Or do they just say, okay, we're good with two. We'll use that scholarship on an offensive lineman or a, you know, running back, not running, running back, but, you know, use it somewhere else on the roster Or are they going to say, okay, we have to have a guy here that can kind of fulfill that role? I I tend to think Tyree's a little bit of a luxury. I, I don't know that they have to go to their plan B of a guy like that. I think Tyree's just so good, so fast, and they see a lot of ways they can use him that they want him, but it's not a role that they have to have filled.
0: Um. By the way, I want to thank everybody for uh kind of coming to our aid a little bit when it came to the uh ratings and reviews section. We were we were getting miserable a little bit. Uh but now we have uh over 500 uh ratings on iTunes, uh 461 five-star ratings. That's pretty nice. So a legit five-star rate. I was a little confused by some of the um the reviews that we had One In particular from uh, Bick Sick BQ Sick I don't know He said uh, uh-huh. Love the show You guys are great Listen to the show Every week With an exclamation point
3: Awesome Alright One star rating from him
2: Oh I, res- maybe. I respect that <laughs> Maybe he's I guarantee that was an accident
3: Maybe he's just saying You're number one Type thing <laughs> So he put us in the double digits in the... That's fine. ...one-star ratings. That's cool. We're at 10 now. Hey, better than no stars. Uh, I
0: did think this is one of the most artistic uh, reviews of all time. Great pod. It's from Matthews 5 Great content. Can't help but love Eddie. Carrie takes a lot of heat, and although I'd trust Tyreek Hill to watch my kids more than I would Carrie, I do find him to be enjoyable to listen to as well. How about that? Am I really that <laughs> bad about kids did you...
2: and children?
3: Do you have to send a check to get that? This is why
2: Tiffany took the kids away last week, right? There you I'm go. excited about the, a review I found where I'm lumped in with Eddie. Oh, wow. is, I know, I noticed that one, right. too. Yeah, wow. Go ahead, let the world know. My dog Skip. Excellent sooner talk, but crude. The Sooner Talk is as high quality as talking with my most informed Sooner fan friends at our fave bar. Okay. Love their knowledge on players, recruiting, team news. Bob is so underrated. He has so many good takes, but no one pays him any attention. Oh, Checks God. in the mail from Bob. <laughs> Eddie and Josh are too crude, so I can't listen to this with my kids. Change! In capital letters with an exclamation Wait. mark. But we got five stars, so... Change! I, I, I will say yeah, this. Like, you called someone a
0: dickhole last week, and I didn't... I thought about beeping it out. I was like, that's a little you know that's a little strong but i'll let it go josh yeah, maybe that's what he's riled up. Me.
3: who did josh get I need to riled up about? Who, do people listen to podcasts with like with their kids in the car yes. a lot like is that a, a thing driving probably I think yeah, so, yeah. i yeah i don't know maybe i this is obviously why well i mean they're
0: taking their kids to school or they're just going you know they're, they're so going to work get out of
3: the car and they could maybe learn a couple things i don't know you and i are both on
0: you and i are (laughs) both on morning shows in the market i don't think it gets any better if he turns on his radio
3: either or as long as you're listening to one of us we're fine
2: (laughs) (laughs) through through one of the three (laughs) facets we (laughs) give you in the morning the only time i do is if the girls have their ipads so if they're watching you know Moana or whatever it is that's it, it's Layla is obsessed with inside out right now. I don't, that's a weird one. I don't know where that came from, but, um, if they're watching those, then I'll listen to pretty much whatever I want to. Generally though, you know, while the kids are in the car, I, I'm going to listen to, you know, we're listening to Disney radio or whatever it is that, yeah, that I mean, part of my take
0: is not a children in the car podcast. Yes.
2: <laughs> the perfect, perfect story. I, I, when I, I usually am listening to it while I'm getting around in the morning, and then the girls wake up and I mute it or whatever, you know. So I was listening the other day while well, I get in the car, and my car automatic, you know, it syncs to my phone, and it immediately starts playing whatever I'm listening to. Well, they were talking to somebody about hockey. Oh, it was, it was their hockey pod guy, and they're talking. To, and the first thing he says is something about a rabbit punch, and Laney goes, "Daddy, what's a rabbit punch?" I'm like, oh god. She said,
3: "Look it up, honey."
2: Yeah, I was like, "Well, hon, look up Urban yeah. Dictionary on your iPad." <laughs> yeah, it was, and she's like, "Laney's really close to reading, so that's going to open up a whole Ooh. new box of dangers for me." So yeah, it's it's going to get interesting in the McQuistian House. Don't tell her what an Alabama hot pocket is. God, Whatever you do, no. I, I really, I'm just really it makes hoping me uncomfortable hearing you
3: tell him that about to tell his daughter <laughs> that. I can't that, imagine talking about that. That's
2: where the that. reviews coming from. <laughs>
0: damn it change well maybe now that your voice is uh so much more sultry they won't think you you're the crude maybe that's what it is maybe he just heard oh
2: that guy sounds good that can't be josh that it could be you're right she do you know the weird laney kept seeing the picture of nate anderson the other day and she goes is that you daddy and i was like interesting like what that doesn't look like and I asked Tiffany, I was like, does that kid look like? I don't think he does. And she's like, no. Your kid. And then I asked like, she said it like 3 times. It's weird. Your kid
0: might be racist against white people.
1: Oh, I was going to say <sighs> we might we think got all white Creed, people look alike. We got Creed and Carrie, now Nate and Josh and Ooh, I like this. We,
0: we I like that a, <laughs> you can take
2: some of the
1: onus off of
2: me and Creed. Well, we we'll, we we'll, we can poll the board. They they can discuss this topic if we look alike. There is no questioning that there is a strong Humphrey Murdoch re- re- resemblance. It's there. Uh, I do like this review. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Moving on. Yeah. From uh, Schmidt OKC, uh, five stars. Real bleeps, real bleep dudes talking football. OU football cursing, five
3: stars. Good synopsis.
0: Ooh, that really. kind of describes our pot. And yeah, you got that word out. Did you that. like that? You can't pronounce McQuistion, been, but I'd you been, did that fine. I had been
3: practicing it the entire time.
0: Just does yeah, it bother you I, that he calls you McQuistion? McQuistion. <laughs> McQuistion.
2: I was going gonna... <laughs> to talk about it. Josh M. Years that Josh M. Him. Him. He still can't say my damn name. <laughs> Listen, I've said
3: it before. When you grow up with Rodosovic, you don't really... Pay attention to last name. But that's names.
0: not fair. Like, your name is very difficult to learn how to say in the first place. Or, like, yeah, it's just like with our big voice guy, that's Eddie Radasovich.
2: <laughs> Still the greatest.
0: Like, there's a lot of pacing that goes with saying your name correctly. You think the least See, that you
2: could do is get McQuistion right. And, and I went the other way. Bob, you know, you have to weigh in on this, because you've obviously got, I think you have the most complex name of all of us. But Just to spell yeah like yeah you're, you're right you're right but because my name was butchered so much as a kid i wanted like to I've get always others right to get other yeah yes yeah that was the way i went with it so it don't get me wrong i think it's it's very on brand for eddie to be like i i just learned to not give a shit basically yeah it's okay
1: If you care, this I'm putting in our text. If you care, Eddie, that's not how you. I don't care, Bob.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I do. I just that's stumble over it. That's as Bob as Bob gets. Carrie is absolutely right. Like Bob's not going to just call you out, but he's going to be like, it's like it's Bob's version of, "Hey, look, dumbass." Yeah, I like it. That's
3: how I read it in my mind.
2: It's a good <laughs> yes. compliment to
0: the rest because Eddie, he will just he will destroy you and just
2: tell you straight
0: to your face that you're
2: you're a fuck up. Or you up should give that, Eddie but. a moment. We should give Eddie a moment to yell at me about the constant accidental retweets of scoop. Like, that's yes. the one thing that, that, <laughs> yeah. shows up and then that will' uh, that is, well, there's that is... no doubt when it happens that it is you yeah
3: no, I,
0: I know that, I, a, I know I that have a system I have tried done to it. get all of you to follow it which is when when because I'm always either on the scoop account or my account so I don't want to I don't want to mess up so I take the tweet I send it to our group DM and because I know if you just click on the tweet it'll switch you to the sooner scoop account and yep. you'll end up retweeting it but Josh never follows my Since, AP
2: standards. No, no. Since do we've done that, I do it a lot less. It's been much better. That's true. For a while there, it was a damn epidemic. That it is true. I was doing. I'd be like, shit, and I'd do it and realize it. So it is
0: great when you see a Sooner Scoop tweet uh, tweeted out, and immediately it has
2: one retweet, and it's from Sooner Scoop.
3: You'll know. <laughs> You'll know who has done it.
2: <laughs> yeah, like for I. Everybody listening, if that's <laughs> happened, it was Josh. There's no doubt. We all have our quirks. Oh, uh, that I, I, I like want you Ed, guys, I want
0: you guys to know way too much more about technology than you care about. Oh my God!
2: Tell me what I need to know. I don't, I don't need to know why the f stop is not perfect at this. Well, we're item. currently
0: dealing with a server situation that I know Eddie could give two shits about.
3: You should have heard. You just need to utilize it.
1: You should have heard Carrie be uh, before we started, Josh.
0: He's he was talking about numbers and numbers words and that letters I never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> I just I knew that I could say things That you that would make it sound like I wasn't even speaking
3: English Might as well have been Speaking Spanish So
0: I just said Our new server has m two twenty two eighty NVMe SSDs. Uh, yeah
1: exactly
2: Two of them I'm sorry just Not out. just one, Blackout. one Blackout. But, yeah. but two I fainted for a second I'm back what, what, what are we talking about See nobody It's taken
0: me two days To set this shit up And nobody cares I, wouldn't, I just want someone to say like that looks awesome. good.
2: Yeah, it looks great. It's very blinky. <laughs> do you know my biggest thing, Terry? Yeah. Was last night I was like, "What? What can I? Do I upload this the same?" <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Cool. I don't even know anything else. I don't want don't don't talk. I don't want to hear it. Just just tell me where to put it. Wait." And then hey. I set up. Wait I, a minute. I, and I was so excited
0: about our office suite that we now have to use, uh, and I couldn't get you bastards to sign up for it. And then I had to be like, "Please sign up for this." And then everyone went into chat once, and then they've never been back
3: because there hasn't been anything to chat about.
0: Yeah, I.
1: Well, is it replacing I was, Twitter? I mean, no, I, I it will sure. never
3: replace Twitter because that's where we have I to live. Re- I would have done it on Tuesday, but I was busy. But during the season when we need to send big
0: files and stuff like that, and Eddie needs audio that for makes this, sense.
3: Yeah. I was. We'll be using it. I went to a or, concert this week. Uh, we oh, should boy. Talk about your third, oh
0: boy! Your third, your first non Kings of Leon concert. I was very proud of it, you.
3: It was a good time. It was a fun time. Did you
0: not go to like? I thought you'd been like to Tech Nine and stuff like that before.
3: I forgot about that. I have been to Tech Nine in Tulsa.
2: So it was your fourth. It's my fourth concert. Yeah. And, and it is, Harry it sounds... is a better running stock of your concerts than <laughs> I do. That's, do. That's, that's pretty sad. I forgot
3: about that. <laughs> it was a good time. It was fun. That was so the first time I've a... been to Zoo Amphitheater.
0: You've, you've seen Kings of Leon in Tulsa. In Oklahoma City, and you've seen Tech Nine in Tulsa, and you've seen the Killers in Oklahoma City now.
3: And the 1999 KJ 103 Summer Party Blockfest,
2: woo,
3: <laughs> <laughs> which was fun. Oh, I bet all those radio station promotion people. But I'm pretty would sure just... that we left early because I had a baseball game or something.
2: So, uh, Eddie, can you confirm or deny the the reasons you don't remember Tech Nine very well?
3: No, I just completely forgot. It was a very forgettable okay. experience.
2: Okay, I I I thought you know it's like being three Tech songs Nine in. Concert. I was like, why the hell are we here? <laughs> and it was was it at Cane's?
3: Yeah, I think so. I don't want to say it was no
2: Tech Nine at Cane's. That had to be a mine. That's yeah, it was. What? It was interesting. There were probably a lot of confused people at that concert. <laughs> yes, I thought it was like, a, mainly a, you know, the three white
3: kids. <laughs> but yeah, the three white kids from Oklahoma City. <laughs>
1: Oh,
0: so God. it really
3: wasn't bad driving home no it wasn't bad at all it rained most of the time while we were there so did, it wasn't did you too enjoy bad at all. it at least did yeah you, it was fun did you, did you it, was it was a lot of tired a lot of fun
0: hair in the back of your neck stand up when they started playing
3: no not really but it was i will say this tuesday night uh tuesday night concerts i don't know it, it was a lot of fun don't get me wrong but oh it's a pain in the ass yeah it just like i would have wished it was on a friday or a saturday yeah. to really it's a problem with oklahoma city you be be able, able to get drink a, a little bit yeah and like i i had a beer while i was there but it wasn't
0: you want to talk about like football games like at least football games are on saturdays when yeah, you can drink and sure and vibe, and then you don't have to worry about the consequences mm-hmm. the next Sundays day
3: sometimes too
0: well this now well, no. This, this year no. but you got monday off so it's just like it's a saturday
3: i guess the public does we don't yeah which will be kind of weird, but...
0: They don't want to hear us complain about Yeah, it's not... That, the, that's a...
3: That's a first world don't care problem. Yeah. They already think
0: we have the dream job.
3: Had, before we get out of here, I, I think we do... Do we need to talk about the Chris Steele thing? Because there has been some information that came out as sure. far as why yeah. he's in the transfer portal now. Uh, this is from... Gatorsports.com. I don't know who that's affiliated with. Uh, Zach... Abel Verde is the one reporting this, but it says uh, that his decision stems from a request. Uh, Chris Steele, who's the five-star cornerback from uh, California, uh, made do, he made to the staff during his first month on campus, he asked to be moved from a different dorm because he was uncomfortable rooming with quarterback Jalen Jones, his classmate, who of course was uh, accused of two sexual assaults, I think, in, in one night. In 30 minutes. In, in, within 30 minutes of yes. each other, Ugh. which is getting busy. Yep. Uh, but so I guess he goes to Florida to the coaching staff says he wants to get out of the dorm with him, wants to change rooms, and Florida never did anything. That's why he's now in the transfer portal, which obviously connects back to Oklahoma and their recruitment of Steel. Uh, Bob or Josh, is there any reason to think that Oklahoma would throw their hat back in the ring uh, considering it would be a new staff recruiting him to Oklahoma. Uh, and I think that I his mean, his situation is 100% what the NCAA is looking for as far as a reason why he would get, get immediate out. cancer and they haven't denied him yet, so wow.
2: That's Like the Yeah, I mean, well, but at least Tate got
0: his. I mean, that, that Yeah, was well, of course. Cuz yeah. everybody needs to get that transfer so the fans can boo
2: them in their spring game. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but no, I you know I'm try I've tried to think of the connections. Like Steele was never that serious with Ohio State. Nope. when Grinch was there. Uh, Roy Manning wasn't. I mean UCLA. I guess like you could. I'm sure there was some, you know, conversation. I'm sure they've met or whatever. But I mean. He was. He wasn't even coaching the position. So like, I I don't know how much there could have been. This would
1: have to be Lincoln if he
2: really it, it, that, liked them. That's him. really the only existing connection that OU would really have is Lincoln. And as active as Lincoln is, there's a connection. Like, I mean, there's no doubt he was involved there. That's a you know that's something possible. Now you also have to remember Chris Steele is really close with Buki. Um, so there's there's something to be said there. So, you know, we'll. I wouldn't rule it out or anything, because obviously Chris is a really talented guy, but I, I I don't think it's as obvious. Like, you know, when the Justin Fields things ha- happened, you were like, okay, this, this makes sense. Like, you can kind of connect those dots. With Steele, you know, by the time he decided OU was such an afterthought that I don't know if there wouldn't be two or three other schools that would kind of be at the front of the line for him.
3: So... Basically, is what you're saying is probably not, but definitely in today's world of recruiting, you never say no. You never say there's completely no connection.
2: That makes sense. Exactly. I wouldn't rule it out. I would say it's unlikely.
3: Yeah, I would say,
0: oh, you would just be interested from the standpoint that they know they need defensive backs.
2: Yeah,
3: they have they have a they have something to offer, but then again, they have something to offer for whoever wants to play defensive back. (laughs)
2: Speaking of um, high-profile recruits transferring, uh, what did you guys think of our guy Woody Womack's uh, word on Tavian Feaster last night? Yeah, the Clemson uh, running back. Yep. I mean, former Rivals 250, you know, just outside the 100 guy a couple years ago. It,
3: It doesn't make sense just in that there's one position that Oklahoma doesn't seem like they need right now. And especially a guy that would contribute in twenty nine or twenty nineteen. Yeah. I mean, they have two thousand yard backs returning. Why would they need another running back?
1: If you don't take Ramondre Stevenson, I sorta get it. But you're gonna have five running backs. Yeah. And if I don't know with the kids that you're
0: recruiting, I mean you basically you've got pick of the litter with recruits right now. I don't know that you want to do anything to hurt that. Because you want to bring in two running backs. If you bring
1: him Well he's he's done. He's grad transfer, so it doesn't matter. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's he's a one and done guy, Carrie. He'll be out, so he shouldn't Oh, I see what career. you're saying. Yeah. Okay, but I do wonder what it does to that room, like Pledger. Yeah, you know, people
3: uh-huh. like
1: it's like, wait a minute, you don't. You, that's the guy. Think, I think not,
3: that would be the big loser yeah, right now. Like, is, I'm is not T.J. good Pledger.
1: enough. You're going to bring in this guy.
2: Yeah. Yep, that I, I agree completely with Eddie. I think that's the guy that you that you'd even look at and say, okay, does he think about you know doing something different? And I don't know, you know, with if Braden Willis
0: really does emerge. I mean, it's kind of like when they had Dimitri Flowers. They didn't need a deep running back room at that point. And if Willis is as good as we think he's going to be, then maybe you really just need three running backs that are high quality right now.
1: Well, what last year proved is you can have them and then Rodney, Sutton, they both go, yeah, go down. Yeah, you can never
3: have too many. I think that that's one that, thing that Oklahoma that, that, fans yeah, have do. That'll have be learned. the
1: balance. like, wait a minute, you're counting on Brooks and Sermon not getting injured. Well, what, what if they do and we don't have a guy like Feaster to be ready to go? Well, on know. the
2: other side of that argument is if you have a scholarship to give, which Oklahoma's going to have for this year, they're going to have a few free spaces, that one of the other schools listed with Feaster was Texas. Do you almost do that? Take him just, just to, to keep to, him away from them? Just to keep him away from Texas. Like I mean, it, I, not, I, you wouldn't do it solely for that, but does that put a chip in that stack to say, "Okay, maybe we do this just so that we, you know, we, we could try to keep him from having to deal with him in October and, you know, maybe again in the Big 12 Championship game." Boy, I mean, I I
0: watched that Texas spring game. I think that offense is going to have a tough time. Uh.
2: I, I agree. I, it's, it's just it's an offense built for a running quarterback. and while Ellinger can run, that's not like people have tried to make him, you know that's not that's not Greg Ward out there. That's not a guy that scares you with his feet so much as you know he's just a really tough kid that'll go get yards when he can. And you want to talk about running that same offense? I mean
0: they they're set up to run that offense if he goes down. Boy, I don't think Casey Thompson will last. I mean as much as Ellinger has gotten hurt, it's not like Kyler Murray back there. I mean, quick as a stick and you can avoid anything like Casey's going to take some. Hits. If the
3: rumors are true, maybe Tom Herman's fantasy will be realized and he'll actually get a quarterback killed on the on the field.
1: Oh, <laughs> Such <are just> fancy. <laughs>
0: That's not very horns up for peace, Eddie.
3: Bad for the brand, I know.
0: All right, uh, I think that's going to do it. Unless anybody else wants to bring anything else up before we get out of here.
3: Trying to bad luck baseball don't so. anything? No, nope. no. I mean, oh, you need to win some games. I don't know yeah. if that's going to happen though. I, Kate Cavalli is going to probably start on Saturday. He'll be on a pitch count, but are they? Is the
0: is the Tech series just the death
3: nail for this program every year? It seems like now Tech starting to play really well. They are. Uh, they caught them at the wrong time, but then again, it's like. They had leads in the sixth inning of Friday and Saturday and lost both games. So uh, <laughs> if they if they only played six innings, OU probably would have won two or three. But uh, they play nine in baseball. So it will be interesting. I've told you guys that I might be getting a tattoo.
0: What? Natty's for Patty? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I, yeah. I told
3: Dylan and Todd that if OU softball won out, I'd get a they' never tatties. lost again yeah they're at 38 right now 30 in a row. In a row. Yep. and they probably would need to win like 15 or 16 more, which would break the all-time NCAA record, but you don't see a whole lot of losses they coming to them at any point
2: swept the entire they're really really good awards are you talking about all the way through the the World Series Eddie? right yes okay okay
0: so no <laughs> loser's bracket for them in any regional or super regional. well that's not the thing is like
3: I don't think anybody in the country, I'm not a, I mean, ogre or somebody on the board would be able to tell you better, but there's not any teams out there that are going to beat OU twice. So they're going to have to lose once somewhere. And then I think they'd get through a. a I, the only time that I think that they could lose a game right now is basically if they go out and play really poorly or if uh, they get beaten like the championship series once, which could happen. I mean, I think UCLA already beat them, but. They better find $30 million they're, if they don't lose another game the rest of the season. I don't, they might. I mean, They're not going to lose a game this weekend in the Big 12 tournament. No, they're probably. not even going to come close. And they're probably not going to get beat by Tulsa because everybody knows Tulsa's coming to play in the OU Regional. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be interesting.
0: You should, uh, if that happens, you should buy a ticket uh, and sit in the front and just hold up like uh, whiteboard tweets like at Tulsa. Like, you, they can't block you that way.
3: Eh, not a bad idea.
2: <laughs> do, you, do you think that if Eddie pulls, like, a Christian Yelich, like... Eddie is blocked says, by the University it, of Tulsa, by the way. That's why that's funny. Just the football If program. you guys that's win tonight, I get a tattoo. Do you think Patty would come and actually give him the tattoo, like the I Brewers think, did for... I think once that happens, you
0: should be invited at the celebration to come sing the national anthem before the celebration starts.
3: Oh, Probably should do amazing. that. We know Eddie can
0: sing the anthem. How many times have you done that? Just twice. That that Darty and then at the the bar?
3: Uh yeah, it was at the Jones for a uh, Cleats for Kids thing.
0: But you did did it in somebody's backyard before too.
3: That was the same. It was at the Darty. That was two years ago. Oh
0: okay. Interesting.
3: Want to happen again? Don't schedule the spring game on Master Saturday.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh we're out of here. Thanks to uh, Josh for sounding glorious once again. Thanks to Eddie. Thanks to Bob. And uh, we'll see you guys next week where we'll ramble some more because, damn it, it's the summer. There's nothing uh, going on. There's nothing going on. So I don't want to hear any more. Uh, right now, guess what? You're going to get some rambling. You're going to get some tangents.
3: We'll go over my five favorite <laughs> deep snappers of all time in Oklahoma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that never got put on scholarship should and should have been. Mike Winchester's got to be number one, right?
3: James Winchester. James Winchester. He's up there. Can't that's, a, uh, that's a wait. <laughs> that's a spoiler. He's in the top five. That's he made a tease it. right he made there.
0: It. <laughs> that's a tease. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week right here uh, back on the Unofficial 40 from Soonerscoop.com.